0: Welcome to Screen Bites, a podcast about video games, technology, TVs and movies. In this episode, Tommy's been Sea Wicked.
1: Are you talking into the right side of the microphone? I am, nothing's changed hopefully
0: since i've been in the loft except for it's going to take another minute i didn't think you were going to be ready so i've got an ice cream so i'm about halfway through an ice cream
1: oh okay all right no worries well while you're doing that i might as well just like explain the background the reason why i've decided to talk about wicked so today's uh podcast is about wicked the musical so we got tickets from my parents around about christmas time i think yeah for a christmas present basically it was just one of those things where i was like oh yeah okay great thanks for that. <laughs> i was like i was like i was thinking in my head a musical you know I, I don't really like these things and my dad he kept reminding me like don't forget you got this musical uh your Mavin needs to book off time in june you need to book off this june the 25th i was like yeah, yeah, yeah don't worry don't worry I'll get her to book it off. It's on a, it was on a Saturday. So, yeah, she books. She manages to get it off. And uh, we always do something different. We always do something unsus- un- uh, surprising. So instead of taking the train down to London, we we decided to take a coach. And it wasn't too bad. So we got...
0: Why would you do that?
1: It's something different. She wanted to do it. I didn't want to argue with her. I was like, yeah, let's get on the train. Let's go, you know. But she was like, oh, no, we can get on the coach. And, and to be fair, it wasn't a bad experience got on this coach it costs 11 pound each I don't know how much it would have cost getting a train probably a lot more and it literally just took us like right next to the Victorian train station so we, we don't have to go any undergrounds or anything like we didn't have to go to because if we took the train we have to go to St Pancras and then you have to go underground and get to the Victorian line Uh, So we didn't have to do any of that, it literally just dropped us off at the uh, Victorian, next to like Victorian station, and it was literally across the road, the theatre.
0: Alright, fair
1: enough. I think we left around about half eleven, might have been half, no, half twelve, half twelve. The theatre started at half two. I told it the theatre starts at half two, it starts it kicks off at two but it actually kicked off at uh, half two so I gave myself that extra half an hour so that she's like rushing around trying to get herself ready and she's like oh it's going to be tight because we didn't like well, yeah we didn't get there to like quarter to two she's like oh we're going to have to run I was like we're not going to have to run it doesn't start till half two and she said two I was like no, I lied but hang on if you're taking a
0: coach why do you have to make that because like the coaches go at a set time so you half an hour is way too short of a time to kind of most people would have been there an hour earlier so
1: well the thing is it did say yeah, get there for half one. So the coach would arrive there at half one, and it did. It got there. It got there at quarter two. So it was only like fifteen minutes. Left. Especially
0: going by coach. I mean, the likelihood of getting stuck in traffic in a on a coach is insane compared to like a train or whatever.
1: But to be fair though, I literally was f- just trying to sleep as well. And I, they have uh, portable charging as well. How long
0: did a coach take?
1: Well, about an hour, an hour and a bit.
0: Hang on. You say you wanted to sleep? Yeah, I I, I, want, I want. You can do that on the train. You can charge your phone on a train.
1: Well, oh, I'm not... I'm not, I'm not How much did it cost? Train, what? The coach? I, I told you,
0: £11 each. Oh, I wasn't listening. I was eating my ice cream. Okay, fair enough. I mean, train, trains are a lot more expensive, so...
1: That's fine. 11 quid, eleven quid each um, well, to be fair, we also had to catch catch the bus from the busway. That was quite neat as well. We got off the coach. I got like the really cheap bus that goes on the busway. It's like £1.60 or something. Because we got like, it's like a, no, it, it must have been like £2.60 because we got like a return ticket, like two, two adults, I suppose. I can't remember the exact price, but we got off the coach and then we just get on the bus and that was it. And then we just took us straight home.
0: Before you get into the theatre and before you get into Wicked itself, have you ever seen a show on stage? like a musical theatre show outside of um, like a school production like have you ever seen something like this before yes oh, w- all right w- what have you seen
1: I, well during uh, COVID they were offering NHS staff you could get like free theatre tickets so we want to go and watch uh, Singing in the Rain in Moon King's theatre
0: all right okay so it's, honestly I wasn't 100% sure like, I wouldn't be surprised if this was literally your first theatre experience
1: well I want to go not theatre but I want to go and see Cirque du Soleil have you seen anything in London before uh yeah oh Oh yeah. I forgot what it's called. There was another theatre. It was more it was more childlike but kind of not. Yeah, okay. It had it had diversity in it and stuff. I can't diversity. I can't remember the, the name of it. It wasn't di- a diversity the fit. It was like there's a fit and there's a story in it, but diversity the group were in it and then they started doing all their dancing and stuff a part of
0: Oh, wait, diversity is in, like, a group of singers or something? The
1: dance group. Yeah, I don't know if... You, but they were in it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've been to... I, Tommy, I,
0: you surprised me. I legit thought this was the first thing you'd ever seen it on stage, but okay. No.
1: Well, uh, there must be more, but I can't really remember, like, you know what I mean? But Singing in the Rain, I remember because it was quite... It wasn't too long ago, but... Well, I will say, when I got to the door, I, was, I started panicking because... Um, Did you take the tickets? No, so basically my dad sent me the qr code okay yeah and i can tell he like he just took a picture of it <laughs> on his phone I think, well I, think I, he I don't took, know. If he it,
0: took a picture through the camera of a computer screen of
1: the of the qr code yeah
0: instead of a screenshot
1: yeah i know but the thing is it worked i was so panicking because i was like, looking for my emails quickly i was like maybe he sent it to me in the email hopefully as well he didn't And I was like, I was ringing him and he he wasn't answering. And then I I went up to the guy, the guy just scanned it and it it worked. And then like, I had some like, I knew that we weren't going to have time for lunch. So I had like some chicken, like in uh, some foil, just like, you know, like chicken nuggets and stuff to eat. The guy comes, it comes in my bag and he's like, get it all out. (laughs) <laughs> it's like I'm carrying a gun or something. Like. what the hell they were so rude well you're going into London so yes that's
0: what they're looking for but also you can't take chicken nuggets in foil into a theatre Jen is looking at me just as disgusted as I am for you doing that
1: really yeah you can't you we've you can't. eaten it we eat, well, I ate it it's not like the, I was like it's just empty I just I haven't thrown it in the bin yet oh wait you ate it on the bus yeah we didn't we didn't eat it in the theatre we're not going to eat food we're not going to eat the food in the theatre we're not oh, stupid It are just it was just that we didn't have time to put it anywhere in the bin
0: all right well what you said did you had a bat you had foil with chicken nuggets in it what you have is foil empty foil you know
1: chicken nuggets it doesn't when you eat it there's still like those little bits all right all right you had it it kind of falls apart doesn't it chicken nuggets
0: you had foil can find a bin
1: okay right yeah and the guy's like it's just leftovers from chicken nuggets it goes like go on go on oh okay Thank you. Your cost-saving things, ideas, are so weird. It got me in a right panic. I was like, what have I done? (laughs) And then I was like, where do I go? Surely... It, oh. I went, and then you go, go up there. All right, all right. So I start going up there. And then it turns out I had to go up and round and round <laughs> to find my seat. Yeah, that's how theatres
0: work. You can't go through. You, how is this any different to going to see a football match? I mean, you go in, oh, you've got security. Mate. You can't take your food in because they've got their own concessionaries inside. You've got to walk around to get to your seat. like Literally, how is this any different to watching a football match? Like, Why are you so I shocked? I don't know. I don't know, mate. These are also really old buildings. They're like what, two hundred years old. So yeah, yeah you go they're... upstairs, you go downstairs, you go up and around. That's normal.
1: But um, so I've seen the posters. I've been in London a good few times, and you see the posters on the underground and stuff. You like, know, I'm kind of, I was kind of curious as a kid. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. What's, what's that? But I never, I never got taken to go and watch it. And. Had In you heard of head. anything
0: about it beforehand or just the posters? Do no. so you know nothing about
1: it? All I heard all I heard from the last few years is that cuz what when I've w- watched Frozen uh with my with my kids especially when like Frozen 2 there was that big thing about uh the, the lead uh, voice actress Oh Medina Enzel. Uh, Adina Menzel Edina Menzel. So I did a bit, yeah, I did a bit of research on her. I was like, you know, was what, what, what she how she became so famous? Because I I am interested in stuff like that. Like you look up actresses and actors and like, wh- how did they get the, the first big break? And I'm like, okay, she did this Wicked. I'm like, okay, I understood that. That's what made her famous. So I had that in my head. But in terms of the story, I had no idea. Like, I didn't even really understand like if it was connected to Wizard of Oz at all. You know what I mean? I thought it was just named <laughs> Wicked. I I honestly didn't realize like it would be connected. Well, you know
0: it's sort of connected but it's sort of not cuz it's not actually uh, officially connected to the original
1: Yeah. Universe. Well, I mean it's like I I didn't yeah, I didn't even know that it was trying to be like a sort of like a, prequel. a take a pretty kind of thing. I didn't I didn't know it was in the same universe. I was like, "Wicked? I don't know. It's just it just didn't click in my head." And even I'm starting to watch it and I'm like I'm looking I'm watching I was like, "Oh, this must be like a sequel. This must be a sequel to the Wiz- of Oz, I got I got so confused. Like even like the first act, I said to Mavi, "I was like, oh, so this is like a sequel, is it, or is it just like?" When was the last time you watched The Wizard of Oz? a uh, long time ago, but it is. But like, you can't. Do you know? But do you know who? You can't. You cannot unburn memories of no, that I, film. No, no, you no. Know-
0: no, no, no. What I'm saying, because do you know who this person is in that film? In the in the, in that film? Yes. Because obviously, yeah, in those course. films, both of the evil witches die. Yes. So yes, they do. If they yes, die in that uh, film and she's alive in this one,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, going no, I to thought be a sequel. I, is uh, it? Uh, hold on, 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 hold on. The first kind of act is. You get Glilda or Glenda. Glenda. She witch. comes out. She comes out and she starts talking, and you're like, "Oh, like she's talking after the Wizard of Oz." That's what threw me off.
0: Well, it's just narrate. That's just a narrative. Isn't
1: yeah, well, that's what threw me off. I was like, "Oh, is she is this like?" And then, and then, yeah, she starts explaining stuff. I don't know. I just got. I got so confused, man. And Tommy, hang on, uh, hang on. The story
0: literally starts at her birth. So it does, yes, it does. <laughs> how on earth do you thought this was a sequel to The Wizard of Oz? I, I know. D- I know it takes place. It was like written like fifty years later or something like that. But I'm sorry, Tommy. Like, come on, man. Come I got on. confused. Yeah,
1: come on. <laughs> I got confused. I was like, it was really hard to like, Who what, what is, is this? What's going on? Like, the the ah uh, yeah, but. To be fair, like, the first act was kind of a bore. Kind of a bore. Okay. Yeah. I was... I was... To be honest, I was kind (laughs) of like like trying not to yawn. I was trying to keep up and, um it was annoying as well because this, this family next to me is a woman and she's got like two two children two little uh, girls and one of them's like acting up like yeah, she's laying uh, down on the floor and, sh- and I think that kind of threw me out of the experience a little bit because I'm like looking to my left a little bit like what is she doing and then looking so I, I kind of I'm with
0: you with stuff like that it's like me and Jen we used to go see shows all the time like we would go at least a few times every single year and I remember having the exact same issues So what I then did is uh, one of the last shows we saw, I bought... Tickets that are they're in the box and like the box, you know, it's it's oh nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's there was like eight seats there, and okay, I only bought two of them, um and it's like they weren't expensive, but I had bought like mid range, like they weren't the cheapest seats. Like instead of being forty five pound per seat, they were like ninety five, and obviously you bought two of them, and despite spending all that extra money, there was still some drunk asshole in front of us who kind of ruined the experience, even though the show yeah. we were seeing was absolutely phenomenal and i really want to go see it again but the audience um all have always let things down and i've seen there's a couple of other things we've been to since then like more music focused we've had similar bad experiences with other people just in the audience and it really yeah it really takes away especially when you spend all that money it's also why i've not been to the cinema that much recently just because it's like what's the point of spending 15 to 20 quid to go to the cinema just to have someone uh, ruin the film for you anyway you just wait for it to come out on stream streaming or buy it or something like that but i can understand if there was some kid next door like having a fit that can kind of yeah, like, yeah. not not help with the um the thing how did you get on with the fact that a lot of it is sort of like musical you have to like pay attention to the, during the songs well you got used to that during like frozen
1: uh, yeah that well no it, it, even maybe was like finding it very hard to actually uh distinguish what they were saying yeah in their songs as well it was kind of, I don't know if it's because we were sitting and it felt like they were shouting the songs out you know what I mean and there was a there was a point um I kind of I, I totally like understood where the plot was going but some of it there was a part where if you remember the Wicked Witch of the East accidentally turns one of the people into the Tin Man oh yeah and then he starts sh- shouting a bunch of stuff the Tin Man actor and I just didn't I didn't have a clue what he was saying. (laughs) And he was saying about the lion, the man that's turned into a lion or something. And I was like, is he trying to connect that as well? Like, what's going on? I I just couldn't... He was shouting on like a balcony thing. And I, I just couldn't understand like what was going on there, what he was saying. But the rest of them, I got a pretty good idea what they were saying. I think the standout person was the man who played... The, uh, is it the what's, the, what's the guy's name? The wizard guy. we have to see the. Uh, Oz, the wizard? Yeah, the wizard of Oz. The guy that plays Oz. He was pretty good. He was good. You can understand exactly what he was saying and when he was singing and stuff. What he was saying. Where were you? Do you know what seats you had? So I was high up. Near the front. It's not too bad then. Were you um, off to the side or sort of like near the centre? A bit to the left.
0: I mean, I've had we've had worse seats than that to see Wicked, so...
1: But, um, yeah, no, the first act was quite... It was a bit of a yawn experience because it, it goes through the school life and going through college and how she starts rebelling. And it's important to the plot. So if you remember about the the goat, the, the teacher that's a goat and uh, he gets taken away because the Oz has decided he's doing these experiments about taking animals away or something. He's using them. Right. So that they don't talk anymore.
0: I have to say this carefully and I have to kind of admit
1: that you haven't seen it in twenty years.
0: No, we saw it like ten years ago, but actually I remember being at the near the end of the first act and thinking it was just such a long time. <laughs>
1: yeah exactly like that
0: video you sent obviously i've not watched it it's act one and it's like one hour and 25 minutes or something like that or one hour 45 minutes it's incredibly long and that's just one act and usually act two is not as long it's usually like maybe an hour instead of an hour and a half but i do remember feeling oh this is incredibly long and i guess the guy who wrote it is american because it does feel just like an american high school film doesn't it like what, yeah, the way it, they're, get, they're, they're preparing for this prom, this sort of thing. Yeah,
1: that as well, yeah.
0: And I I mean, we, Jen and I were just w- watching a video of a song called Popular and it's just like, it just feels like it could be something from like Mean Girls or something like that, another sort of like high schooly thing from that um, kind of, the, the time it come out. I'm so popular.
1: <laughs> that one, huh? Is that the one? I'm yeah, so, that's the one. I'm so popular. And she does the thing with her hair as well she, uh, t- yeah that was good but uh, no I think the first act the ending of the first act is so strong though that song what does it finish with Defying Gravity define Gravity yeah and that, that I found out later did you enjoy that yeah I I did enjoy it and then I kind of appreciated it even more when I found out it was uh, Adine Mazzel am I saying it correctly Adine Mazzel's signature song she, that's what she's best known for so, and then after that, it just got really good. Yeah, I was like, I was really digging it. And I was, I really like the ending as well. I really lo- like what they set up. Kind of. I kind of like what they set up. If you, do you remember the ending? What they tried to do? Uh, Talk me through it. So basically, she she falls in love with um, with the prince. Sorry, is this the
0: end of Act 1 or Act 2? Act 2.
1: That, the, oh, ending right, okay. of, the ending of uh, Wicked itself, yeah. They, she falls in love with, um... The prince guy that's like a, he's a, he is a proper prince and he lives in a, in a in some sort of castle and apparently that's what the castle that she is in wizard of oz is his castle or something or his family right, that castle yep. so they try and explain that and he gets like captured and he gets they 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 hang him on um the uh they make him where the crow is what the crow gets hanged on like a stick, so that person actually turns into the crow. Is he the? Is he called the, the crow? What's he called? Scarecrow. Ska- the scarecrow. Sorry, yeah, the scarecrow. Scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the scarecrow. He. So then, when the water, when Dorothy throws the water into the um, uh, the witch's face, and she says, "I am melted, I melted," she doesn't actually die. She actually goes through a trapdoor, and then when everyone leaves, her and the scarecrow go off in the sunset. So actually, the Scarecrow was keeping it secret the whole time through The Wizard of Oz that she's actually in love with the Wicked Witch of the West. And it kind of makes sense because he's the one who gets set on fire and stands in front of the witch and someone gives her a bucket of water to throw at the, at the Scarecrow to put him out so that he's not on fire anymore. And it lands on the Wicked Witch and then she does this, I'm melting, I'm melting. Oh, what a cruel world. <laughs> and did you did you like that but it kind of doesn't make sense like you would have to set that up so timely like you would have to stand at that trap door right the door that lowers you below the ground yeah but that's the um the the
0: skill of the people who work on the west end and broadway is big uh, like technical things like that so you've got that in wicked there's another musical called miss saigon where they had a literal helicopter come through the stage to like rescue people like Miss Saigon is about the Americans in Vietnam uh, and could you imagine like a, a helicopter coming like coming down from the top roof of the stage to kind of like people to pick people up and everything Greece that show has the the flying car so it, it's actually quite common like you have to remember these people are
1: professional like this is their actual job so they are very good at it so... The- I'm, not saying, I'm not saying the actual uh, production. I'm actually saying as, a, as an actual story. As a story. It's oh, telling, right. As a story. It's telling you that she went through a, some sort of trap door.
0: Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. See, I'm, do, do, uh, my mind does remember the trap door, but it doesn't remember the context around the trap door.
1: Yeah, because it, it, it reenacts the... I'm and I've said that like three four times. Right. I'm melting. Okay. She goes down... She looks like she's dead, right? Because they put a curtain up. The way the production does it, they have this curtain go around and then mm. you have like uh, Dorothy, someone who looks like Dorothy, throw water and, at the witch. You don't actually, so you don't actually see it. You see it behind like a shadow of a curtain. Yeah, yeah. And it's then... She, yeah, and so she... You're like, oh, she's dead. And then and then later on, when the, uh, the scarecrow comes along, you're like, oh, what's he doing? And then she comes from out the trap door and then they... And then I it, I didn't work it out at first, but when he starts doing the the actual walk as the scarecrow, like, oh he was the scarecrow, he turned into the scarecrow. So I was quite impressed with that. So how they've linked it and like tried to make it out like he he's it's actually like a love story at the end. It's an actual love, you know, like he's he's made sacrifices to keep his mouth shut and go along with this silly plot of Dor- uh, Dorothy's to try and. Trick everyone to think that the Wicked Witch of the West is dead, but she's not. They've they've gone off and they've hiding somewhere now, probably out there in Oz. Well, yeah, that's what I I kind of enjoyed about. I was like, that is a d- good different perspective of the story where she's not actually dead. It was all a, a ruse. But like you said, to set that all up, she would have to be standing right at the place of the trapdoor, and somehow they would have to simulate how she was melting, and how she just totally vanished in mid-air. So, wow. Well, I suppose, yeah, with the trap door, you can do that. You're like, uh, you just slowly, like, if you, like, gradually just start kneeling on the floor.
0: But if that was done, was that bit done in silhouette, you said? Uh, Yeah. So you can't see it. Yeah. It's behind a... It's behind a... Like,
1: but a yeah, so...
0: I mean, so the advantage there is um, the different aspects of the silhouette can be at different, say, levels. So, like the Dorothy throwing the bucket of water can be like closer to the thing, the the curtain than um, the witches. So when she throws the bucket of water over her, she's not getting covered in all this glitter, and she can just quickly go through the trapdoor without too much fuss. That's one of the well, that's something how you can kind of trick things with things like the curtain and the silhouette.
1: But yeah, that's one aspect I did enjoy. But it kind of doesn't make too much sense when you watch The Wizard of Oz and then you, and you do watch this theatre play because um, they act like the Wicked Witch of the the West is like kind of friends with Gilda. Linda. Well, she changes her name from Gilda to whatever. Does she? Oh, okay. Yeah. She, they, so I'm I'm referring to her name when she was friends with the Wicked Witch. I don't know, mate. I don't, I'm that's sorry, it was na- ten years ago. That is the name I remember in my head. But anyway. But why is that so weird? Like they had like really good friends, and even after like like they had like I really want to be with you. We can don't go off and this and that. And then in the in the film, it's like be quiet, you silly woman. <laughs> And that's uh... well, okay.
0: One, one. Remember that film is like eighty years old. I know, I know. And two, this isn't actually the same. Like, this isn't actually canonically from The Wizard of Oz. So it's not like the even the same um, author or anything. So it's someone else who's just written something. But also, like um, that can happen. Like they. So from what I remember, is like Glinda uh, was she was being like a, a fake friend you know she like she was being friendly but like not like truly a friend to
1: um well she was she was she was only trying to be friends with her because she kind of felt guilty in a way and also she wanted to get it on with the prince guy and she kind of suspects that the prince guy is not actually interested in her but interested in someone else but she doesn't know who that someone else is until she finds out later it's actually the wicked witch of the west
0: yeah but it's like you can be friends with someone for a bit and then have a falling out or have some reason to not be friends with them later in time. That's
1: it's also funny. I liked how they explained the Wicked Witch at the East how she got evil. So she was in a wheelchair and then oh, yeah, yeah, that's so weird. And then she did a spell, some random spell. I can walk again. And then I don't know why, but some reason they turned, um, they accidentally turned, um, some guy into a, the Tin Man. I can't remember why. I think... Oh, so I think... I think it's because he walked in and because at that time the Wicked Witch of the West was like, you shouldn't be here. You know, get the guards. I mean, you know, instead of like, she just put a spell on him that made him like unconscious or something or dead. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, she 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 accidentally killed him. And she's like, oh, Christ. Oh, Christ. Let me see if I can find a spell in this book that can revive him. And she finds a spell she, and she tries to revive him. And then instead of reviving him, it, she turns him into the tin man and that's why he started getting all humble he's like look what happened to me i mean the- she turned me into a tin man <laughs> i can understand what that guy was saying he was like and he started bragging on about the the lion and the man i thought they were like he was trying to bring that into it well, who, were,
0: she, who, who got turned into the lion? do you remember who and how that happened
1: no that's the thing it was he was just shouting that on the balcony the tin, tin man
0: guy so you remember the scarecrow, you remember the, the tin man, you don't remember the lion. That's not very he, helpful He you.
1: never he never showed up. You know, it, it, he, he he got mentioned in like past phrase, that's what I'm trying to say, uh, by the tin man. Okay. That's all I remember and um but I don't Jenny, understand.
0: Jen is trying to tell me something and I I I can't read lips. Hang on. The lion is the lion that she rescues from class. As in a real lion. Apparently, the lion is a real lion that she rescued from the class, and they turn into a human. Uh, what this is weird.
1: That might be real, that might be true because I was thinking the same thing. Because at that, like, the whole point of the of the play is that the animals that, but there are animals that who talk anyway. Where, like they don't need like. I don't know, mate. Honestly, <laughs> I, <don't laughs> Honestly know, mate. I
0: thought I thought about having Jen in to, uh, to talk about it as well, but I she feel would... like she might go way too far into it. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. Because Jen the... is a huge theatre nerd. Um, yeah. Sorry, Jen. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, I- I'm going to... Like I said, Jen wrote out some questions for me. What was your favourite
1: part of the show? Uh, defining gravity—that part. Defining was... gravity. Whatever it's called. I'd like uh, to
0: try defining gravity, it's when an apple falls on your head.
1: I don't know. Mate. All I know is it's a good song and it's catchy.
0: I know some people I used to do theatre shows with. They would use that song to like tune out the system to like. Uh, you know make any uh adjustments to the system whenever they go to a new place so yeah it's a good song for that
1: well it's, it, I, I like it because at that point i was like um something needs to happen otherwise it's just get, this is getting really bad <laughs> and then it, that happened i was like okay this is good and then the, and then the second half of the act was like very like the same as the last part of the first act so i was like okay this is good so the, the only thing i didn't like about that song and it was kind of like bugging me while i was watching it was the fact that and subsequently i kind of like i'm like man i'm such an idiot but at the time i was like she's waving around the what the broom in the in her arm and i was thinking when is she gonna put it on when's she gonna put it on like when is she gonna actually get on the broom how could she be flying if she hasn't b- b- got on the broom and she's waving it around. <laughs> i don't know at that time it kind of really just annoyed annoyed me so much i was like what, what what's going on like why is she not got on the broom doesn't make any sense in a in a theater like when you're singing a song and you and it, it seems like if you watch like different people perform the song that's just the way it's performed where they put she, you put your arm out your left arm out and then you with your right arm you push the broom into the air like you're doing a fist pump so that's just how it goes but at the time i was like why is she not actually get on the broom itself because i thought witches you could only levitate by actual getting on a broom so for some reason that really bugged me i don't know why
0: was she flying around whilst holding the broom
1: is that no no, no, but, no. Not, but not I, that was that was that was cool as well no no she she basically that was really did cool. they do the levitating this time
0: yeah, no, of course. So basically, you say of course, but we went through the whole pandemic and a whole lot of stuff in the theatre world changed. So there's no oh, guarantee. No, no, no. Actually. It's,
1: it's, it was exactly the, so. I've seen previous videos of of that song oh, right, okay. in the theatre, and it's, it's exactly the same. So basically, it's really good how they do it as well because uh, you got the wicked witch of the west talking with uh, Gilda, and they're they're, t- they're talking to each other and saying about ah, you. You are my friend. Oh, this we're going to be friends. Oh, you come with me, we can ride off, and and then Gilda's like no. Oh, I'm not so sure. And then at that point, when she's like, "I'm not so sure," she's like, she hit they hear knock at the someone knocking at the door, and then the the guards run in and take her away. And she's like, "What are you doing with me? Let go of me!" And then uh, the wicked witch of the west is like, "Oh, she's not the one you want. It's not her. It's me!" And, and they start running towards her. They start running at her. And then they just, like, flip. I was like, when I was watching her, they start flipping backwards, like, whoa, like this. Doing this, like, whoa. And she goes up in the air, and it's just like this, She's got, like, a big balloon thing underneath her. Like, and she's in the air, and you're like, whoa. She's really in a commanding position. Like, And then there's that part as well where she's, she gets to a part in the song, and then, and then the, the crowd say, oh, she's a wicked... And you're like, it's just, that get. For some reason that really just gets to you, you know, especially watching that live, that was really cool to watch. What did
0: you think I know you're a man of great musical taste and listen oh, yeah. to Michael Jackson. <coughs> what, yeah. What did you what did you think of the music? Like Oh yeah, it's good, yeah. Uh, theatrical music is so different to mainstream
1: music. Like what did you think of it? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed some of it. Like I want that song Defining Gravity was quite good. See that, that song where you were talking about earlier about I want to be popular. See I wouldn't listen to, I wouldn't listen to that Like to be honest I wouldn't listen to that There are other songs in there That you're like Oh okay I maybe could listen to that again Like in the car Stick it on a, For the kids and stuff And that's the thing I was thinking like Man I think Maybe Evil might have enjoyed it But she wouldn't I said to her like Because I showed her the the some of the songs on YouTube and I was like this is what we went to go and watch and she was like oh why didn't you take me and I was like I was thinking well you've not really <laughs> seen you haven't seen The Wizard of Oz I have put it on before you didn't like it I think it's a little bit um, I don't say it's mature but I'm not sure it's really a
0: children's show yeah, age.
1: yeah but it's not yeah. a children's show yeah that's the thing as well I, I I think for that like the kid next to me like she was a lot older than Eva and she was getting bored as hell but because yeah. that was a lot of talking well, uh, in the yeah fo- and in the time As well, yeah, and the first act, there's a lot of talking, but when you get to the songs, just the songs, those bits, the children I could see love it. So, if they just did a play which just the songs, (laughs) I could see them with, wow, this is amazing! But and then it's when they start talking, and you get all these stories and intertwining like stuff like that is intriguing for adults, but for children, you know, they're not going to like that.
0: What was your least favorite part of the show?
1: Oh, like I said, when they got the first part, I was just so confused, just the entire bit of the first part, I was just like and then yeah it was a bit tiring the talking and the college stuff the like the high school american style yeah yeah i can relate to that I, that
0: doesn't i guess you know the guy write what writes what he knew but especially as we're not american i didn't enjoy that bit either it just felt a bit strange being in the setting that it was but it, it was written as it was written i guess but
1: it felt like maybe if I was ten years younger I probably would have been like oh this is I can you ever seen like you know like horror films or any like early 2000 films where they try and be like cool and yeah it felt yeah, like that it felt like a high yeah. school kind of like there's oh, a bunch of kids you know it, it, they're like early or late teens say like, it's like a um
0: like a coming of age movie yeah coming of age yeah. TV show which yeah. I'm not a huge
1: fan of it felt like that. would you recommend the show absolutely yeah of course yes if you want a different perspective of the events of wizard of oz definitely it kind of like i was like i didn't think of it like you could ever do something like that like to take a story that has been grained into your brain for so many years of watching and you're like that gave me a different perspective you know this is great you know this is just what i wanted i i kind of felt at the end i was like yeah i never really thought of it like that like the scarecrow being partner with the Wicked Witch of the West—that's
0: great. Well, that actually leads me quite nicely into the very last question, which is quite wordy. One of the main themes of the sh- one of the main themes of the show is about wickedness and whether oh, someone yeah. can be born truly wicked or is it something they become based on their life experience? What do you think about that? Like uh, Elphaba, who is—you know—she's the Wicked Witch. Yes, was she? born wicked because she was born green as part of this she come out of this relationship where there was some something was going on based around that or did she become wicked because of what then happened later on in life like what what do you think like how did she become the Wicked witch of the west
1: i don't think she actually even becomes the wicked witch of the west the only part i felt as her as a person when I was like. Mm, I don't think what you're doing is actually good. And it's the part in which she kidnaps. The dog. She kidnaps Toto doesn't she. She does something. And then the part in which. The whole point is that she's actually going to. Re- relieve these monkeys. Because these monkeys have been. Uh, slave from. From Oz. the Oz the wizard. And he agreed, he agreed to let them go. If he was to leave. Because that also plays in as well, where you're like in the film, The Wizard of Oz, he just like gets up and leaves. And you're like, where's he gone? Where, where are you going? Why are you going? And in this story, it gives you a reason why, because she, he made a deal with the Wicked Witch of the West that he would leave Oz and also give back the uh, uh, monkeys and she wouldn't do anything to him. But then the way she treats the monkeys in the film where they're stuck in cages and tells them to fly, fly it's a bit crazy. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's kind of like mixed. It's like it's trying to explain it in the in the in the play where the pri- um, I think the pri- no gl- Gilda, or even the prince, might be Gilda, says, You can't do this. You, you can't, you know, keep stuff captive like this. People get the wrong idea. And she kind of explains it like, yeah, Well, I, I'm doing it for this reason, but it doesn't really. You're like, Okay, I don't <laughs> totally agree with what you're saying, but fair enough. But yeah, I don't think she actually becomes the wicked. She wasn't born wicked. I think she set out to help the animals that could talk and then have been taken away of their rights to talk. But people have misintrused that saying that she's just an evil witch. And that's easily done because there's a lot of stuff that happens in life where there's something that might happen and you as a person can see what's happening but you don't know the full criteria of what is happening and you don't know the background of that event so as a person you can't really judge someone because you're always proven innocent before proven guilty so she's actually kind of in it she hasn't done anything wrong because people don't know why she's doing it before like why the reasons why she's doing it and she's actually doing it for a good cause in a way I don't know it's kind of hard it's like on the borders of she is kind of turns into this wicked witch of the west and but also she tries to seem like she's doing this for a noble cause and I think that's when she tries to explain to her sister why she does she's doing this stuff but then she ends up, like, causing more harm to her and messing her life up. But yeah, would I recommend the show? Definitely. Uh, I believe it may be finishing next year. That's why I hear. I'm not ins- sure if that means it's gone forever. But maybe they're just stopping pro- production. And then in a few years or a year or two, they'll start it up again. But it's been going for years now, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, we saw it in like 2013, 2014. I know it tours around a little bit as well. So if you're not near London, you might be able to see it a bit closer to you. I know there's a version that's been around on Broadway as well for our international listeners.
1: But yeah, I, that that pretty much wraps that up. I think I would definitely recommend it. I'm not really a theatre guy, but I I was entertained entertained by the second part of the of the of the.
0: There you are. June June 2024 looks like the last date currently on the website. Doesn't mean they won't add more, but that's what we'll say in a moment. Thank you for listening to Screen Bites. Follow us in your podcast app or subscribe on YouTube. So, how much time did you spend in London, then? You arrived 45 minutes early. Well, that was it, really, because
1: we were like, we got to get home. we got to get to the kids, so we... We just left straight away. Yeah, we didn't get... It didn't finish till, like, five-ish or something. About five, six o'clock? Yeah, it didn't finish till late, and then it took, like, an hour to get home. So then, yeah, that we didn't get, like, home till, like, half six, seven. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean,
0: normally we go see a show. It's starting at half seven, 8.45, and then we get on the train that's about half ten eleven o'clock at night, so we're getting home at like midnight half half midnight, yeah, so that's the advantage of your, your, your matinee matinee just means afternoon performance
1: oh okay I don't know i I think it was good that it was in the afternoon i would i I probably would be dead tired <laughs> if it was like really late like to get there late and then watch like i w- I probably would have been like, oh I don't know <laughs> I would have been that like that gal on the floor sleeping. <laughs>
0: that's so annoying
1: that was so annoying as well like come on people out there right if your kid doesn't want to go and watch it right don't force them to go and watch it there's no point you're paying that money and they're just wasting the time and they're wasting your time as well because you have to keep saying ah no don't do that please get off the floor or you have to go and buy them ice cream that's like a small little tub and it costs you like three or four quid it's just not worth it guys